It's time for Lobo Talk, and you can participate right now. Call us at 243-3333. Now, here's the voice of the Lobos, Robert Portnoy. Good evening, Lobo fans. We welcome you live inside Salt Yard East. It is Lobo Talk. We're on the UNM Sports Radio Network, and we're brought to you by Salt Yard. Come sit, stay, and play. Your brand-new home for Lobo Talk and your Lobo Watch Party location for 2022-2023 is Salt Yard East, and it is a tremendous spot. If you haven't come to see us yet, we're here every week throughout football from 7 to 8 p.m. talking Lobo football with you. And we have Lobo head football coach Danny Gonzalez. Coach G, good to be with you, sir. How are you doing? Great to be with you. Good. Doing great. Getting ready for another great opportunity to go and compete. For sure. And uh, a little bit different scenario for you this week as you get November kicked off because you guys had a bye week. How did it go? It was good for our team. I mean, we needed to get some guys healed up, uh, get a little bit of rest, and then do some speed stuff one-on-one. Uh, our good guys versus our good guys, uh, especially with Justin only having one game under his belt, getting the speed of the game as fast as we can for him. Uh, I thought that was really helpful. Uh, guys like Cody Moon and Deion Hunter, who are a little beat up just because of the amount of reps they've had to play with some injuries, uh, getting those guys. I mean, they did the cardiovascular stuff. They did the seven-on-seven skill stuff. They didn't have much contact the first week and then normal uh, Utah State prep this week. So it, it's been good. So explain for the fans a little bit. Um, in more detail, the difference between good on good, ones v ones, versus working with the scout team, because both of them are so crucial in your preparation. You're balancing the two of those things, but with the extra week this week and the fact that you had a starting quarterback who just made his first career Division One start, having that extra time to do more of the the live stuff, so to speak, was so valuable. What's the difference? The, the speed of the game. The speed of the game is so drastically different from high school to college. The guys that are are doing the scout team for the most part are are your true freshman guys. They're young. Uh, They do a great job of giving you the look. Coaches like Coach Bell, who's here this evening, they get those guys lined up in the right spot so that our guys know where to identify, how to target them on game day. Uh, But the speed of it's not the same as the first-team defense or the first-team offense going against each other. So we had the opportunity to go our good guys against our good guys, and, and that should help Justin out for this weekend. And, uh, it was good to be able to do that. We're such a young football team that that stuff helps us anyway. And then I'm guessing with the extra week of preparation and because he's only got a, a couple of games under his belt as your play caller, your interim offensive coordinator, Heath Ridenauer, um he was able to put in maybe a couple of wrinkles this week with some more time to get the reps so the guys feel comfortable with those changes. Is that true? For sure. And, and then uh, – making him call it without a script during practice to get more game-like stuff. Uh, some of that stuff was really good for him. Um, adding some things, stuff that we have time for those guys to prepare and practice and practice until they can't get it wrong. Uh, we did a lot of that over the last two weeks, and, and so it should help both Justin and Coach Ridenauer, uh coming up for Saturday. When your home has a plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical problem, you need experts you can trust. Call your friends at TLC Plumbing today. We're live at Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Talk here on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Our location is 6001 Osuna Road Northeast. We're just east of San Mateo. We're here every week, typically on Thursdays, 7 to 8 p.m. It moves up one day if the Lobos play on a Friday. That'll happen a couple of times later in the month. We'll be here on a Wednesday night from 7 to 8 instead for those particular weeks um you mentioned uh, a word there that that i, I kind of wanted to dig into um a little bit with regard to just kind of h- how much of it is scripted and then how much of it changes once situations come up early in a game so you talked about um calling plays off a of script uh i, I can remember uh, legendary coach Bill Walsh and the, the 25 scripted plays in the West Coast offense, and it, it became like the model. They, they were unbelievable and, and unstoppable initially and uh, the great run they had with the 49ers. So how much of it is scripted? Like you know exactly what you're going to do on your first offensive possession, but then you get down in distance situations. Now you change from you know, the minus 30 to the plus 45 do you have different scripts for different locations on the field? And then how do you adapt, and how early does that start happening? Or, or you just The first five plays are going to look like this, and this is what we're doing. 
Well, you know, as, as a defensive guy, uh, I go through the first ten plays of every game to see if coordinators have a, a tell for themselves what they're going to do. Some of them do. Okay. Um, a lot of times, good play call. I mean, they have a script, and usually it's anywhere from five to ten plays. But down a distance dictates that a lot. I mean, oftentimes your first uh, – your openers are gonna are gonna be successful and get you more than what you normally pick because you've been dissecting them all week long to see what's gonna give you the best advantage. So your opening your early opening series oftentimes should be more successful. But then you get into a third down situation, and if you have a short third down scripted and you need to throw the ball, then you get off script. And then depending on how that play out comes, determines whether or not you get back on it or you just gotta fill with your gut. And, and the good ones, I mean, they set things up and they do those things. So. We have a script going in on offense every week, and depending on how it goes is how long you stay on it. This was the thing that Coach Ridenauer said when I asked him that he thought was going to be the most difficult thing in terms of taking over the play calling when that started for him, when you made the change at offensive coordinator. And it wasn't his offense like the offense he owned and knew literally like the back of his hand when he was the head coach, first the offensive coordinator, then the head coach at Cleveland. This is an offense that he came into as the quarterback's coach, and now he was taking over. And I guess language, um, understanding, uh, being able to adapt, all of these things within that framework, that's not something that just happens overnight. And so do you feel – do you see that that command? I guess maybe that uh, it takes time to happen, but is is it starting to happen for him? No, I, I saw a big improvement between the first week and the second week on just his comfort comfortability with the language and his being able to communicate with the players. I mean that uh, without having to to read it off a script and and it, it's not the same offense he ran at Cleveland. We do a lot of the same things, a lot of the same plays that are similar, but what he called it at Cleveland is a completely different verbiage of what we call it here. And he did have his Cleveland offense memorized to the back of his hand and stuff. And you can call things just like what I've done with our defense for the last 25 years. Uh, if if I got thrown in a situation where I had to learn an entire new language in nine months, and, and it, 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 it's, uh, it's like when you learn a foreign language, if you're trying to learn Spanish, if you're translating English to Spanish in your head, you don't know the language. Okay, It's got to become natural. And, and he's getting that's kind of where he's getting to. Route 66 Casino Hotel is proud to be the official sponsor of Lobo Football. Get your kicks only at Route 66 Casino Hotel. The Lobos will travel this weekend to take on the Utah State Aggies in Logan on a Saturday afternoon, and we'll definitely preview that. And, uh, of course, Coach Anderson is someone that Coach G knows extremely well. Before we get into that, though, the other benefit of the extra time, in addition to getting out on the recruiting trail, and I'll ask you about Mm -hmm. that briefly, but – the guys that you've been waiting to get back healthy, and I can remember going back with a couple of them, we said right at you know, the outset, we're targeting that after the bye week. We're targeting Utah State after the bye week for the final month of the regular season. How does it look for some of these guys that we're hoping to get back? I think we're going to get all of them back, but one for Saturday. Issei will be a game-time decision. Uh, the rest of them have all practiced uh, significant reps. Uh, Ray Latelli looks really good. Dante Martin looks good. Colin James looks good. Uh, so getting those guys back, and, and I mean, it'll be the healthiest football team that we've been since UTEP, which is a positive because I thought we played pretty good that night and, and did some good things. Dante being back is, is significant in the secondary. Uh, I thought Bryson and, and um, Zach did a really good job, but they're true freshmen trying to trying to make plays and, and probably not ready to play full games, but I thought they did a nice job for what we asked them to do. Dante will step in. The other two can rotate. A.J. Odoms will be back. So we should have some more experience, which is really critical when you're playing. I mean, the last four games are going to be very comparative to who we played the last five. So, um, at, at the middle linebacker spot, Ray Leatelli and the and the Jones fracture, the the foot is is there a little bit of a pitch count scenario with him, or because he I know you you rotate anyway, mm-hmm. and you've got Deion Hunter in the middle. Is he going to get normal snaps, or is it kind of play it by ear, see how he's doing? It's see how he's doing. Uh, now, I was surprised at how well he was able to practice this week. Um, I was wanting to see day two to see how much he's limping and see what he's moving around and see how – but wasn't the case. Uh, I was I was impressed. Now, Ray, Ray could have a pain tolerance of a 10 and not tell you. He'd be like, it's fine, coach. It's fine. That's just who he is. So we have to do a really good job of monitoring him to find out what really is going on, how he is, and – but if he's not limping, you can't tell any other way. And another player that 
obviously means a lot for you on the outside because of his explosiveness. We saw what he could do early in the year. Most recently, we think back to the UNLV game. You talked about needling and some, some more type of mm-hmm. experimental type of treatments for the, the heel, the foot for Jordan Porter. How's your wideout doing? You know, he, he practiced uh, yesterday and today. He looked pretty good on some of the things we asked him to do. Uh, hopefully some of that adrenaline will kick in on Saturday, and, and that'll help. Uh, it's going to be wet. Uh, it's not going to be real cold, but it'll be rainy and wet. And we did some stuff in practice today to try and help the receivers and Justin out with a wet football. Uh, hopefully Jordan can, can overcome that and get back to who he was against UNLV. It's, it's, it's kind of like a turf toe deal. Um, it's pretty painful. And the playing on turf and playing on those cleats, I mean, if it, if it hits the pressure point at the wrong spot, I mean, so hopefully we'll see how he is on Saturday. Were you really out there with a spray bottle? <laughs> I was having more fun than really probably <laughs> productivity it was. But uh, I had – because Justin hasn't played in very many rain games, so I had a couple of squirt bottles, and when we were throwing 7-on-7 seven seven in team, as soon as they snapped the ball, I just started spraying him in the face. And a couple times <laughs> I got him in the ear hole. One time I got him in the eyes. He's trying to throw a, a deep vertical route. I said, hey, man, it might be windy. You don't know. I mean, just get used to it. And then today, uh, during 7-on-7, seven seven, I had the, the managers out there, and I told Ashley, our equipment manager, I said, you know, we're going to ruin four or five balls today. But it is what it is. They had a five-gallon bucket of ice and water, and they would hold the ball underneath the water until the quarterback would clap, and then they would snap it out of the, the bucket, and it was coming back. I mean, they were waterlogged by the end of the day. We had to ch- change out a couple of balls so they don't throw their arm out because they're throwing five-pound footballs. But I thought it was really beneficial, and hopefully it will help out for Saturday. It's awesome. All in Autographs is Albuquerque's premier sports memorabilia and collectible destination. Visit All in Autographs at allinautographs.com. We've got a fantastic show set up for you. Um, we're going to hear from an eight-year NFL pro and a former Lobo standout O-lineman who's back on staff as a GA with Coach G. Give it up for Byron Bell. He's on hand here tonight. When you said eight year, I thought you were talking about Rats and James. So that's that's awesome. <laughs> Not quite eight years, but I think it's it goes back close. to 2017, I believe. Is that right, Rad? Yes, sir, he says. So, and that's one of the toughest hombres, Radson Jang, an O-lineman and tight end for you that you'll ever want to meet, right? No, I, it, you'll enjoy talking to him up here. Radson's one of the, I mean, he's a Lobo through and through, does everything he can for our program. And like you said, when you said an eight-year guy, I, mean, I, I kind of assumed you were talking about Rad. <laughs> I think it's only six. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, time for us uh, to get to our first timeout. Um, we've got a phone number for you. We'll get to your phone calls on the other side, 505 243 3333 We'll preview Utah State. We'll talk with Coach G about that. We'll take your phone calls. When we come back on the other side, we've got a fabulous show for you. We're here all the way till 8 p.m. We're at Salt Yard East, and it's Lobo Talk, live on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Hey, Lobo fans, let Salt Yard Hospitality help you plan your next event. Everything from graduations, holiday, corporate parties, bridal and baby showers, birthdays, and weddings. Come celebrate your special occasion at their east or west location with fun and unique spaces. Call 505-750-YARD or email info at thesaltyardnm.com. Salt Yard, the home of Lobo Talk. Go Lobos! Off-campus housing is a need for both students looking for flexibility in housing options and income-producing property for investors. Maddox Management connects renters and property owners. Locally owned and operated, Maddox Management is a full-service property management company and brokerage. They rent and manage residential rentals, single-family homes, multifamily properties, townhomes, condos, lofts, and commercial properties. Maddox Management, providing quality properties for renters and investors. 515 Central, just west of I-25, or call today, 242-0989. MaddoxMGMT.com. You're listening to Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Grandes noticias para miembros de New Mexico Centennial Care. Ahora es tu oportunidad de ser parte de la familia Western Sky Community Care. Con nuestro seguro Medicaid de calidad, te damos más cobertura. Obtén acceso a una red de médicos cerca de ti y cobertura de la vista, dental y salud mental. ¿Ya eres miembro de Western Sky Community Care? Quédate y disfruta. Visita tedamosmasnm.com para más información. Estos servicios reciben fondos en parte por el Estado de Nuevo México. Hello again, Lobo fans. We're back live inside Salt Yard East. It is Lobo Talk here on the UNM Sports Radio Network. We've got it all going right now. We've got World Series Game 5 
up on the big screen. On one of the other screens, we've got Thursday night NFL football, Philly and Houston. This is your spot. It's your official Lobo Athletics watch party throughout the year. When the Lobos played at New Mexico State, this was the spot. It was off the chain. Early on in the season, we actually had a, um, a Lobo talk here at Salt Yard East with Lobo women's soccer up on the big screen televisions right behind us. So come and see us. We're every week throughout football and basketball. It's your home for Lobo talk across the UNM Sports Radio Network. Consider Salt Yard East for your next private event. From big screens to plenty of seating to food and drinks to satisfy every taste, they're serious about having fun at Salt Yard East. I'm your host, Robert Portnoy, with Lobohead football coach Danny Gonzalez. Phone line is open for you at 505-243-3333, 505-243-3333. Let's get right to the phone lines. Waiting patiently through the break, our first caller as always, the Lobo in the Volunteer State. It's Keith in Memphis. Keith, welcome to the program. You're on with Coach G. Go ahead. Do we have Keith? Maybe not. Okay, we'll get back to Keith. I promise you, if he called and it dropped out, he'll call back. <laughs> There's no doubt there. Um, we're filling up with luminaries inside Salt Yard East yeah. tonight. Um, we talked about it uh, already earlier today, Coach G, and I, we had no idea that they were going to be here tonight. No. Let's idea. start with your Werfel Trophy candidate, Isaac Gutierrez, on the offensive line. Give it up for Isaac. Isaac's in the house. What, what an in, that's a, a very select group that he's a part of. You know, I, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, obviously, Teton Saltis won that award a couple of years ago in 2020. Uh, Isaac's very deserving. I mean, he had a bye weekend this weekend, and he was out in the Corrales Bosque throwing tree limbs and branches and stuff into the back of trucks to try and prevent fires down there. I mean, Coach Long asked some guys to volunteer to go help him do that with the fire chief of Corrales and the police chief, and he spent his Saturday out there on his weekend off throwing logs. And, I mean, and there were some pretty good-sized logs, too. It was kind of impressive. I was kind of glad to be a little bit a little stronger for next weekend. So uh, <laughs> there were some positive. I mean, Cody was out there. I mean, just really, really neat. And that's just who Isaac is. He's a human being. He's a, very, he's a great man. Another great man who has uh, made a massive jump from the time that he arrived on campus to where he is now as a Burlesworth Trophy nominee, a linebacker, your leading tackler, co-leading tackler through the first eight games of the year. Cody Moon is with us as well. You know, I mean, it's awesome that Cody's here. It's awesome that he's been nominated for the award again. Uh, I need him to win this award because – it just proves, I mean, obviously, I, I'm, I'm not very smart evaluating all these New Mexico kids because I didn't give him a scholarship out of high school. And he's one that I told, come and prove to me that I was wrong and you can play. And he did it in about two months. So good for him. Uh, the opportunity to be a walk-on earner scholarship and be nominated for that award is very prestigious. And I think he's got a great chance to win the award, and it'll be great national publicity for our program. One of the things that has made your defense great this season, and it has been great, not their best game for sure against Fresno State, but still a great year defensively, is the depth at each level. Mm -hmm. And part of that great depth on the defensive line is Mr. Omar Durame, who's with us here tonight. You know, we've got about seven or eight guys, and Omar's been a very beautiful I mean, number 92. I mean, he, uh, he plays hard. Uh, he's probably the most athletic one up front, and they're going to all chastise me tomorrow uh, about that, but it's probably <laughs> the truth. Um, he, he's got a lot of ability. We, we played him a little bit of linebacker. We can stand him up and do some different things. And uh, I mean, he's, he, he's one of those lobos that, that we, we can adjust and do a lot of things because of his ability. Well, and because of the way you guys play defensively, especially up front, mm -hmm. you need guys like Omar, right? Yeah, expect, I mean, you can't coach six foot three. You can't coach athletic ability. Uh, all you can coach is to get him to punch people and, and play hard and fast and be physical, and, and those are the things that we work on every day. Okay, let's get back to the phone lines. Uh, it's open for you at 505-243-3333, 505-243-3333. We have Keith in Memphis. Keith is back with us, our Lobo in the Volunteer State. Go ahead, Keith. Hello, can you hear me? Gotcha. We got you. Okay, good. Hey, Coach, uh, I never make a request like this, but I'm going to make a request, and I know it's too short to put it in for this weekend's game, so you all need to work on it through the rest of the season. But uh, you need to come up with a new play called uh, Keith is Special, and uh, we want it to be, or I want it to be a reverse. I don't care which way. You can even make a double reverse if you want. 
and um, I'm just curious, you know, and when I see it, I'll know that, you know, that was the play that was called. But to, to now be serious instead of funny, but, you know, take me at that request as best as you want. There are times where we got certain plays seem to always work, and not that maybe this is the, the mindset, but whether it's on offense or defense, do you, or your offensive coordinator, do you ever, hey, we're going to run that play again until they stop it. And if you run it five straight times and you get 10 yards every time and then you run it the sixth time and then they stop it, you know, is that the type of a concept or is that being just too far-fetched? Or similarly on defense, if you, you know, run, uh, I don't know, I can't even come up with a good example as a defensive call for you, but Ranger right blitz. So if that works, you know, six or seven straight times, do you call it an eight time? So I think that those questions make sense. I have you over the Internet. I'll listen to your response. Again, thanks for taking the call. Go Lobos, and uh, I'll be watching for you on TV. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate you calling calling back and hanging in there. Uh, I mean, we still got time. We got a couple walkthroughs tomorrow. So if you see a reverse on Saturday, just know it was it was for you, okay? And I, I don't know if Coach Anderson's listening. He might be. But I mean, they got they got to call the they got to call it to stop it at the right time. Uh, the the question you asked about do we do things over and over until they stop it? That's a great question and very intuitive. And as a defensive guy, I learned from Coach Long a long time ago that if something's worked, uh, we we've come up with signals so that we don't even have to resignal in the defense again. We can just give give them a certain signal and they know to run it. And a perfect example uh, in 2020 in Vegas against uh, Fresno State. Uh, we sacked him on first down with a call. Uh, Coach Long just gave the signal for do it again. We sacked him again. And he looked down and he goes, what do you think, third time's a charm? I said, why not? And third time, we sacked him three times in a row. So <laughs> it's if, if you've got something that they haven't figured out or you figured out something that you have a great advantage, we do the same thing on offense. Oftentimes we'll get up on the ball and we'll try and go fast. And oftentimes it's the same play until they line up and, and they'll make a certain adjustment now. We have ways to combat that on defense also. So uh, oftentimes you can, you can mess yourself up by getting into something and they, they give you a different blitz if they can do that. A lot of people, when you go fast, they get into a traditional defense and, and you can pick them apart, but it all depends on the philosophy. But that's a, that was a really good question, and it does happen more often than you would think. Great question. If you have one for Coach G, 505-243-3333, 505-243-3333. Also, if you're with us here at Salyardis, bring a question up to us, jot it down. We'll get it on the air with Coach G that way. Hey, fans, download the Lobo Sports app today for access to tickets, fan cam filters, mobile ordering, live broadcasts just like this one, or Lobo football and basketball games, baseball games as well. Now available on the Apple Store and the Google Store. Download it now and go Lobos. So I'm going to follow up on Keith's question. We'll look for the Keith special, maybe this weekend, maybe future week. But it's, it's related to special calls. It's related to uh, gadget plays, mm-hmm. maybe a double reverse pass, maybe uh, a fake punt or a fake field goal, um, maybe a surprise onside, things like that that you probably start installing back in camp, way back, maybe back in spring even, the first looks, and then you cement – your favorites during camp, and you work throughout the entire year. And now here we are, final month of the year. You've played eight. You've got four left. The opportunities for a specific call, and they haven't presented themselves yet, but are there favorites that you like, you know, you see them in practice, they always work, or the way that, you know, you like how it, it is against a certain look defensively that you've got, at, at the ready, like they're they're on the tip of your tongue, and you're just waiting for that opportunity in a game to bring it out. It just hasn't happened yet. No, there's often times that you do it by pill position. Uh, you do it by experience. Uh, I mean, you, you can't have a bunch of young guys in there and, and try and execute something that, that is out of the typical game plan. Uh, obviously, having success, I mean, uh, you can you can trick people to death, but, I mean, that's it's only going to work for so long, and they'll catch up to you. We're not far from trying to trick people to death because of the, the struggles that we've had on doing some of those things. Uh, but you've got to—I mean—you've got to evaluate what they do on defense when you're trying to do something offensively. I mean, a lot of people try and stuff, try reverses and different things against us because we pursue so hard to the football. Well, 
that doesn't work if you if you watch your keys. And some of our veteran guys do a really nice job. Some of our young guys, they can get folded into one just like the, the touchdown against Fresno uh, early in the third quarter. So it, it all depends on the maturity of your team and then obviously having the opportunity to run them in, in certain situations. Talking about uh... – the the end crashing down mm-hmm. a pull and then it's it's wide open quarterback yep. keeps that type of thing. Uh, I was thinking about this too. You've you've talked about this on our TV coaches show, which airs by the way every Wednesday evening, 10 p.m. My 50 TV. If you are a football junkie, you're just a Lobo fan, but you you want to hear from Coach as he breaks down tape and talks about what's working and why and what didn't and why and where personnel is key and where execution is key and all this. He he's doing it for you. Half an hour. Every week, uh, 10 to 10.30, My50 Television, it's great. We have a ton of fun. Um, I absolutely love it. And you talked about the throwback to the tight end and maybe just going to the well once mm-hmm. too often with that play um, down in the, in the red zone area. You know, we, we've been so successful at that over the last two years. Uh, obviously, people are, are smart and they watch tape. And those things really work if you're dominating a certain – if a certain play is dominating it and you keep getting a lot of press. I mean, if you run off the tight end – and he's able to knock the, the demons in down. He can knock him off the ball, knock him off the ball, knock him off the ball. All of a sudden, your backside guys have to pursue harder because you need more guys at the point of attack. If you're not having that success doing that, then they can sit back and wait, and oftentimes they run right into you. Now, we get a lot more zone coverage in the red zone because of those things that we've done over the last two years. So those things aren't working against zone coverage because guys are waiting for you. Uh, you have to be able to run the ball successfully to get them out of zone coverage. Because you can get the numbers right if you can play man-to-man, but then you take a chance of giving up plays like that. Before we get to a break, and we'll let you go here for just a minute, and, and we're going to get to um, our special guest tonight. We've got Byron Bell. We've got Radson Jang. Um, Maddox Management loves bringing renters together with the perfect rental home, apartment, condo, or office space. They take great pride in helping property owners build equity in their investment. To learn more, visit MaddoxMGMT.com. I wanted to follow up on the zone read because – I remember you talking about um, his performance against Fresno State and Justin Holiday made the perfect read and you saw his speed, his athleticism, a long run. It set the Lobos up in a goal-to-go scenario. There were a couple of those plays like that that looked great early. And then there was a goal uh, uh, maybe where it should have been a give. Instead, it was a pull and it ended up being a play for a loss. In terms of understanding those reads and and, and making the right decisions based on what he sees and now two more weeks of film study and reps, how's it looking? I think the, the biggest benefit is going to be the speed of the first offense against the first defense, giving Justin those lives looks. Now, we did a couple of them today, too, where he's got his own read, and I'm shooting water right in his eyes. So hopefully that helped, too. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see come Saturday how he's able to adjust with, to the speed of it and all those things. All right. We promised a Utah State preview. We'll do that with you in our mm-hmm. final segment when we bring you back. We're excited to hear from two of your great Lobos. Up next, after the timeout, a former NFL standout and a Lobo great current member of the Lobo coaching staff as a GA working on a Masters. Byron Bell is with us. He joins us next. We're live in Salt Yard East, and it's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. New Mexico is known for warm hospitality, breathtaking sunsets, and sizzling flavors. Lucky for you, all of New Mexico's charm can be experienced at Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel, plus a whole lot more. Located conveniently between Albuquerque and Santa Fe, Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel boasts 1,600 of New Mexico's loosest slots and most exciting table games, a thrilling sports book, seven restaurants and bars, plus a luxurious hotel designed with your relaxation in mind, as well as your budget. Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel, New Mexico's best bet. Come out to Salt Yard East, the new home of Lobo Talk, located on Osuna with a variety of food, fun, and Lobo drink specials. Salt Yard is family and pet friendly, so come howl your Lobo pride every week with your favorite Lobo coaches. The fun won't stop there. Don't forget to visit their tent in the howl zone on game days where they'll be serving up drinks, games, prizes, and more. Salt Yard, a proud partner of UNM Athletics. This is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Hello again, Lobo fans. We're back live inside Salt Yard East, and it's Lobo Talk here on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Hey, fans, let Salt Yard Hospitality help you plan your next event. Come celebrate at either East or West locations with fun and unique spaces. Call 505-750-YARD 
today. We are at Salt Yard East. It is Lobo Talk. It's not only your home for Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. It's also your official watch party location for Lobo Athletics for 2022-2023. I'm your host, Robert Portnoy. Another nice crowd on hand here at Salt Yard East tonight as the Lobos get ready to take on Utah State on a Saturday in Logan this weekend. I am privileged to welcome in now a, a former Lobo great back from 07 to 2010, then an eight-year NFL career during which, for the vast majority, he was a starting O-lineman for four different outstanding NFL franchises. Byron Bell's alongside. Coach Bell, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How you doing? You know what? I, I'm, I, I'm so excited. Like We get to do so much on this show, and we have so much fun, but it is not often that we get to talk to a guy who's blocked for Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott and Cam Newton and Marcus Mariota. I mean, what was it like, Byron? These fans, we live vicariously through you guys. It had to have been incredible. Oh, it was. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, even at my first NFL start, I'll never forget it. Uh, Green Bay Packers defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, my first NFL start was on my dad's birthday, so I thought that was pretty special. Oh, my God. And this and, is for uh, the Panthers? For the pa- uh, Carolina Panthers, yes, yes sir. sir. And, uh, you know, going out there, stepping on that football field, going against Clay Matthews, blocking for uh, Cam, and <laughs> it was fantastic. I got to play with some great quarterbacks, you know, of course, like from Aaron Rodgers and Dak, like all the guys you mentioned. So it's kind of special, and it's one thing I'll never forget. I, I can imagine that the memories just come flooding back when you start thinking about it, and, and you got to play in the postseason with Cam and the Panthers, and you guys took out Arizona in the wild card round. We did. That was great. Me and Calias Campbell had some good battles down there in the trenches. Uh, uh, who was that you were facing? Uh, Calias Campbell. Oh, yeah, that Calias guy. Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. So me and him was getting after it, but uh, it was great. Uh, uh, my year career on the bench to the playoff twice because it's actually it's a, it's a lot of hard to win in the, at that next level right there. Won a division a couple times, but it was great just playing in the postseason. Even you know my like my whole career, you know it was just fantastic. And, you know, man, I, I think about some of the talent that you were with. Um, I mentioned protecting Dak Prescott, but the, that Cowboys team that was Zeke. That was Dez. That was Jason Witten. I mean, we're talking at, at least one, maybe a couple Hall of Famers in that group right there. Oh, absolutely. Even in the offensive line room alone, you know, playing with uh, Tyron and uh, Zach Martin and all those guys, you know, it was great being there. Getting Tyron got hurt that season, didn't he? He did. I yeah. got in and played a couple games at left tackle, which was great. Uh, but, you so know, you were protecting Dak's backside at the I end was. of that season. That was me out, out yonder. <laughs> on the, the, on the island. On the left side. Yes, sir. <laughs> but it was great. Oh, my gosh. So um, give us the, connect the dots for us from the, the first conversation that the guy who recruited you to UNM – as a player, Jason Lensmeyer, when he first reached out to you and said, hey, what do you think about coming back to UNM? Connect all the dots, and then Coach G calls you, and how does this all happen? You're back in Cherry and Silver. Yeah, I was at Mama House laying down watching uh, Ozark on uh, Netflix. Uh, yes. Coach Lance. Uh, One of uh, everybody's faves. Coach Lance shot me a text message, asked me, you know, how, you know come earn your master's. I said, uh, heck yeah. Uh, he said, I'm going to pass your number to Coach G. going to give you a call. Coach G called me. You know, this is a no-brainer for me to get to come back to a university uh, that let me, uh, gave me a vessel to uh, showcase my talent. So, you know, it was a great deal. I know the coaching staff already played when they were here when I was a player. So it was a no-brainer for me. So this, yeah, just fantastic. And I can't imagine what you mean to these guys. And, you know, we've got several of them sitting over here um, that you work with so closely. Um, inside saw your your niece tonight with us and the the Lobos they love you and I I think about this like the you saw it you really saw it all when you were a UNM player like you started with Coach Long Mm -hmm. and those first couple of years that's I mean that 07 team you're you're playing I want to give you a little story I was reaching out to some of your old teammates George Carter Mm -hmm. one of your linebackers starting linebacker he said I I'm, I'm going against this guy in practice. He's a freshman. He's 18 years old. And I'm like, dang. And Coach G just said, you know what? He looks exactly like he did then right now, today. <laughs> Absolutely. <yo. laughs> those, that, that, those guys on defense, that, that, those are some great players now. Going against Tui and 
Zach Arnett every day. I mean, it was it was a battle out there with Glover Quinn on the corners and Dre and Travis Brown and Marcus Smith. It was it was some great players on that team and uh just getting that experience early. We were winning a lot of football games. It was great, you know, as a young guy seeing that and experiencing that, it was awesome. Well, and and you can share those experiences with these guys. That 07 team was the, the first bowl win in 46 years. You guys won nine games. Um, I think there was a guy named Colin Kaepernick that quarterbacked Nevada in that bowl game, the New Mexico Bowl. He didn't have it so well that day, did he? No, the defense was doing what they always do best, and that's getting <laughs> after people. Absolutely. Um, then at the end, the back end of your career, a couple of one-win seasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know exactly what these guys are going through. Absolutely. building to something. Now, how much can you help them in terms of, okay, it's a process. This is the good. They're, here's the good. This is, this is what you can look forward to. I had to grind through this as well mm-hmm. and, you know, help them keep the faith that, you know, and, and trust in the process. Absolutely. Uh, you, know, you know, losing, of course, sucks. But, you know, as a, you know, as a player, I, you know, you can't be too high, never too low. You got to stay on the even kill at that axis at the top of the hill. And just go out there doing your job. You know, it, it was tough. You know, like Wyoming, I think that's the only game I won that one year. And just playing each game, you know, and just being consistent. I think that was my big thing, just being the same guy every day, make sure I'm going to class, doing the things I have to do to make sure I, make, I was ready to play, to do my part to help the team win. And, you know, we didn't get the job done, but, you know, I'm, I'm lobo through in and out, you know, and uh, I'm happy where we're going, and we're going in the right direction. That's one reason why I came back. Well, that is the biggest piece of it, right, is that the, the foundation is being laid, and this is the, the group, the core group, they're back from one of the greatest periods, if not the greatest period of success in Lobo football history. You have the faith, like you, you've come in, you're three, you have the faith that this group is going to get the, the Lobo football program back where everybody wants it to be? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get there, you know, uh, especially being in the office, line room, being a hit man, uh, you know, work, uh, working with a guy who coached me and still coaching me to this day. And, you know, we both, you know, led that room and help, watching these uh, you know, future hit men still do, the, uh, do, do what we've uh, taught to do our whole lives. And uh, just getting the things back, we just got to be physical, tough. And that's what New Mexico football hangs our hat on. And we're on the right track. And I, and I truly believe we're going to get there and we're going to get to the top, uh, back on the uh, top of the mountain uh, top. Give us a, a story from the Wayback Machine. You, you gave us the, the current story that got you back to UNM, but how did the, the kid from Texas get to New Mexico as a player? How did that happen? Uh, so I got recruited by Coach Stanley. He recruited me here. I ended up committing. He ended up leaving. I think he went to Western Michigan at the time. And Coach Lansmeyer was the GA. I think it was like 26 or 27. Got bumped up, and that's how, and that's, and that's how uh, it all happened. I got here from Greenville, Texas. I went down to Albuquerque. It was my first time ever getting on the air, aircraft. was coming on my recruiting trip here, and uh, I ain't looked back since. So a young Coach Lensmeyer yeah. was the key guy. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's still the same. He was much thinner back those days. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Coach Lensmeyer recruited me here. You know, he was tough on me. He was hard but fair. And, you know, and, but I've known Coach Lens since I was like 18, 17, 18, and 33 years old, still kept the connection, and that's why I'm here right now. I think you also told us he had a bit more hair back then, too. A lot more hair. <laughs> now he's bald, but now he has a beard. The, the, all the hair's done. Absolutely. It is fantastic. Yeah. Okay, these two guys that you work with so closely every day, Radson Jang, Isaac Gutierrez, uh, tell us about these two guys from your oh, perspective. The two leaders that we need in the room right there, you guys who's been here, uh, been through some struggles, but, you know, they come in every day, they work hard. You know, Rad, you know, had a couple injuries. Me and him share an injury with the ankle. But it's the guy just come to work every day. And eyes, man, it, it, the dude just do what you ask him to do. You know, he's consistent in his play. He's actually been playing real well. Him and J.C. Davis on the left side, and that's why they've been uh, having a good year, those two. You know, and, and they just got to continue to play hard. You know, those guys, you know, they laid a foundation in that room, and, and that's the reason why we're playing well uh, in our, on the offensive line this year. Interesting. You mentioned that you missed an entire year. Right, due to injury, it's similar deal to what Rad went through. Absolutely, I had broke my ankle in 2016, I think. Uh, yeah, first day of OTAs. Uh, Happened like in May, right? Yeah, first first day. Uh, broke my ankle. Was out for the year. It was kind of it was a struggle, but rehab got after it. I knew I wanted to continue to play. Uh, then I, I just you know. Stay strong with the rehab. Dallas Cowboys called me, and it all worked out for me. Got an extra two years out for it after I thought it was all over, but got some more years. And, you know, and looking back, too, I noticed, unfortunate, you were having a great year in Green Bay before the, the that season came to an end a little bit early, right? Yeah, uh, I had uh, 
messed my knee up pretty bad. Got a couple. I had got both of my knees scoped, and at the end of the season, I had a couple more offers. And I just told my agent, like, yeah, I'm tired of laying down, getting surgery. I think it's time for me to hang it up and find a new career path. And then that's when I ended up going back to school, enrolling, uh, finishing my undergraduate degree, and, and here we are. That part is the last thing I wanted to ask you about because last year you were able to get that undergraduate degree from the University of New Mexico. How important was that to you and how proud of that are you? It was very important. Uh, you know, I always, I kept telling mom, I'm going to go back, I'm going to go back. And she's like, mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, one day I just made a decision, called Miss Baca, got back enrolled, uh, finished with all A's, by the way. Woo! I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, all A's. Way to go, Miss Baca. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it was just important. I want to finish what I started. You know, I, the university get, uh, brought me here to, for one code, and that's to fin finish my degree. And football was second. You know, I was fortunate to play in the league, but I also had to finish that commitment of it and finish and graduate. And now master's in phys ed, huh? Oh, absolutely. So this is great. You know, I get two degrees from a great university, and uh, I'm super excited about that. Byron, thanks so much for joining us. This yes, is sir. absolutely awesome. Uh, a Lobo legend, a standout NFL eight-year pro, Lobo G8 on offense, Byron Bell. Uh, appreciate you, brother. I appreciate okay. you. All right. Coming up next on the other side of the break, we've got a, a fabulous Lobo O-lineman, Radson Jang. Man, has he been uh, what he has gone through to be where he is in his sixth year in the uni, and he's playing, and he's playing great. Cannot wait to talk with Lobo O-lineman Radson Jang on the other side of the break. Fans, remember, football's better with a crisp Bud Light at your game. Keep it crisp, Lobos. Please drink responsibly. We're live at Salt Yard East. Stay with us on the UNM Sports Radio Network. TLC has been providing residential and commercial services to New Mexicans for over 30 years. We guarantee excellent service and stand behind our work. TLC proudly offers heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical services for your home or business. This is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. If you are 65 or older and a resident of Albuquerque, we invite you to enroll in an affordable, flexible Medicare plan from Christus. Visit ChristusHealthPlan.org and let us help you find a plan that's just right for you before the December 7th deadline. Christus Medicare plans give you the dental, hearing, vision, and other benefits you need with money-saving advantages, such as low co-pays, zero-deductible, affordable drug plans, and no premiums. Enrollment ends December 7th. Contact us today for free personalized help at 888-705-0474. We are back live inside Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Hey, fans, make sure you stop by the Salt Yard Tent in the Howl Zone before every Lobo football home game for food, fun, and drink. Salt Yard, a proud partner of UNM Athletics. Okay, we've got an outstanding O-lineman and tight end. He's, uh, I, I, I don't, I can't remember another guy who has two jerseys on the sideline for every game. That's Rad Jang. He's a tight end, he's an old lineman, and he's with us. Rad, what's going on? Uh, thanks for having me, man. It's great to be with you, and um, welcome into Salt Yard East. These, these folks are here to hang out with you and learn a little bit about you. And um, I, I just want to say this first. It is so awesome to see you back out there and doing your thing um, because, you thank know, you, thank you. It, it, it was a long road coming back, and it's so impressive to see you back out there. Thank you. I mean, I just want to give all the glory to God. I mean, without him, none of this is possible. I wouldn't be uh, sitting here today as a local football player. And I also want to uh, thank the coaches for allowing me to come back and, you know, have one last ride. One last phenomenal ride. Did you think when what happened against this football team, actually, Utah State, in November of last year or on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving holiday, that, that this last ride would happen? No. No. Uh, if you were to ask me a year ago after that game, like, what I thought or, like, what I had in plan or plan uh, for the semester coming up, I probably would have just told you I was going to hang up my cleats and just try and get my degree. But, like I said, uh, glory to God for allowing me to overcome that uh, physical obstacle and 
A uh, big thank you to like the uh, athletic training staff uh, for UNM football. Uh, without them, I wouldn't have made the comeback. Bob Waller, the head trainer, and his entire staff, and of course, um, all the UNM docs. Um, everyone remembers when you broke your leg against Utah State. We saw you initially literally trying to get up because that's how tough you are. Um, just give us, none of us, uh, Byron Bell's been there. He, he mentioned it. You know, he, he talked about his ankle injury that, that wiped out a year of his career. Um, but for those of us who've never gone through something like that, what, what is that road traveled like? How difficult was it? Um, how much intestinal fortitude was required? How much hard work went in and how much faith? Um, all I know is I couldn't have done it alone. Um, the combination of uh, God's grace, uh, my family, my loving and supporting family back home, uh, my friends and teammates out here who keep me accountable, and the coaching staff for believing in me, the training staff for pushing me. Like, um, I'm, just, I'm just a testament to everyone's uh, grace and commitment to this organization. Um, uh, it's it's definitely tough. I had a lot of dark days where you didn't know what was next, you know. But um, no place I'd rather be than here and a part of this football team. Uh, I'm just grateful to be here. Unbelievable, unbelievable story, and and now, like, did did you ever imagine in this last ride? that you'd be arc blocking and doing some of these other things that you do as a tight end? I mean, that's incredible, Rad. Come on. Yeah, uh, the guys and I talk about it all the time, especially in the O-line group. But that was, that's a dream, you know, to get out in space, maybe catch a ball or two. Uh, it's just a lot of fun uh, switching it up, whatever I can do to help the team be successful. And um, when the coaches came up with the idea and, offered me the job. I was very excited. Um, it's just been a lot of fun this last year. I can't even imagine. So, so Rad learns the tight end position, and he has a role, and he's filling that role. And then the Lobos starting center, um, he goes down, and Isaac Gutierrez steps in and does an incredible job. But then the Lobos, you know what? Rad's been a center. And boom, he comes back and plays center and plays well. I, I think Coach G wants to jump in. Am I right? Well, I mean, he's got, no, no, you got thing. He's, got two, he's got two numbers, 88 and 55. Right. He's, he's got, got two numbers. Oh, Coach G just said. Coach G just said, make sure that you pay attention to the fact that he's got two numbers. He's got 55 and 88, and he just might wear both of them this weekend. How about that? That's unbelievable. I love it. And who knows? Maybe that, that pass that you were just talking about, Red, maybe that happens this weekend. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like I said, uh, it's, it's a dream. At growing up as an offensive lineman, uh, you know, thinking about running out and catching a pass, like, like I said, it was only ever a dream, but now possible reality, and I'm ready. I visualized it over a thousand times in my head. Nah. <laughs> Catch, that ball. Catch that ball. Catch that ball. So um, just a, a very short time left with you, but um, a lot of football players at the University of New Mexico from Honolulu. So back in 2017, you, you end up coming to UNM. How does that all work? How did, how did that happen for you? Um, so I graduated high school in 2015, and out of high school I was committed to um, the United States Military Academy to play uh, football up in West Point. And after my prep school year um, in 2016, uh, I was uh, uh, let go from the Army. And I went back home. I worked construction for about six months. And like, with the help of my friends back home and my parents, they helped me realize that uh, shoot, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. And I reached out to a couple schools with my uh, highlight tape and just a little bit about my story, and by the grace of God, uh, the University of New Mexico gave me a scholarship, so that's when I came here in 2017, I've been there ever since. Unbelievable ride. Brad, we can't wait to see you on the field Thank this you, weekend. 
Good luck against Utah State. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you for having me. Radson Jang. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Okay, Salt Yard, come sit, stay, and play. The official watch party location of Lobo Athletics is Salt Yard East. When we come back on the other side, we preview Utah State, our final segment with Lobo head coach Danny Gonzalez, next on the UNM Sports Radio Network. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Route 66 is now hiring for several exciting positions in security, cashier's cage, custodial, players club, table games, and FNB. Hit the jackpot in your new career with great pay, benefits, $1,000 sign-on bonus, free gas, and more. Apply today at rt66casino.com forward slash careers. That's rt66casino.com forward slash careers. Get your kicks only at Route 66 Casino Hotel. You're listening to Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Back for a final time inside Salt Yard East on Lobo Talk here on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Hey, fans, stop by Tika Spice. It's located right here in Salt Yard East. Tika Spice offers South Asian street food, traditional items, and fusion dishes. It's yummy. Voted Best Food Truck by Albuquerque the Magazine in 2021. Tika Spice, family-owned and operated, and it's located right here at Salt Yard East. Back for a final segment, Lobo head football coach Danny Gonzalez and Coach G. Utah State, 1.30 in Logan, Saturday. Maybe some snow early, maybe some rain later on. It'll be cold and it'll be wintry, and that's okay. And you're going up an old, uh, an old friend's on the other side. You're going up against um, Coach Anderson, who you know, you've called a mentor, um, obviously a friend, and you and Blake talk all the time, maybe not on a game week, but this is a special Saturday for you, isn't it? It is. I mean, it, we've actually talked this week, which is not common. Um, Blake and, and myself are very close friends, and uh, my wife and his wife are close friends. Uh, Blake obviously had a big tragedy in his family, um, lost his son about six months ago um, to a mental health issue. And so when that happened, obviously – Money and stuff is not going to bring Kaysen back. But I reached out to all the coaches in our league to ask what we can do to help out Blake. And all the coaches in our league, including the Mountain West Conference, sent me $1,000. And I'll be able to give a check, uh, check to Blake for $11,000 to his foundation. Wow. To It's not going to bring Kaysen back, but hopefully it will prevent somebody that might be in a situation where Kaysen was. And that's Blake's push going forward is just to, to get put mental awareness out there for people and – uh, I think we have a bunch of great coaches in our league. They all stepped up, and I get the opportunity to present the money to him on Saturday, which is really special to me because, I mean, I, I, I love Blake as a brother, and uh, he's been unbelievable to me. I was a GA when he was here as a full-time coach. Uh, I mean, I, I picked up his kids. I picked up his dry cleaning, you name it. And uh, he's a, been a fabulous head coach. He's a great offensive mind, and I'm, I'll give him that in pregame, try and whoop his tail during the game, and then we'll hug up after the game and – uh, he's a great human being, so I look forward to having the opportunity to go see him and just give him a hug before we play on Saturday. That's just awesome, Coach. Okay, 30 seconds. We, need, we know he loves that spread offense that he's helped develop over the years, and he puts the wide receivers on the edges. Give us a couple of keys to end that five-game skid that the Lobos have against Utah State. Well, it's going to be basketball and grass. If we can play man coverage on defense, uh, we can do some good things to stop them. On offense, we can't turn the ball over. We have to score touchdowns. We can't kick field goals. I mean, we've kicked six field goals in the last two weeks. That's not going to do it. If we can put the ball over the line and, and have play with some confidence, it's going to be a heck of a football game. I'm glad we're healthy. I'm glad for the opportunity. I mean, if it rains, great. We, we practice and all that stuff today. So it'll be fun. It's another opportunity to go out there and compete, and I can't wait. Thanks to Michael Carlisle and Jeff St. Louis for all their hard work on our program. Coach Gonzalez, best of luck against Utah Thank you. State. I'm Robert Portnoy. That'll do it for us for tonight. Tune in, 1230. It's the start of our pregame show, 130 kick. Lobos in Utah State from Logan on Saturday afternoon. So long, everybody, and go Lobos. Lobo Talk is an exclusive presentation of the UNM Sports Network.